Hi, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Donna Valentine is traveling back from Jersey today. So we've got Elizabeth Reese in from Twin Cities Live. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Thank uh, you for having me. You think that you're the only person in the Twin Cities who works with a handsome, bald son of a gun? <laughs> ben Lieber, I got news for you. Freaking Mike the Mensch hasn't had a hair grow on the top of his head, presumably in a decade, mm-hmm. and I can't get enough of the guy. I'm sure you can't. People love him. He's I, I think he's the nicest guy in the Twin Cities. I maybe. think that's wow. very true. Every interaction I've had with Mike has been very positive. You know, Donna asked him a couple weeks ago. She said, "Do you get mad? Like, do you ever get mad? Do you get mad does. often?" He said, "No," and I believe him. I'm not saying that he probably doesn't feel anger, frustration, tension on the inside, but his self assessment is that he does not show that he are does you, not. Mike, are you married with kids? I'm married without kids. Okay, so this will be interesting to see how, what shifts if you have. He's children. newly, sure, newly yeah, married. Newly married. Yeah. Six months uh, yeah. actually coming up oh, on how Christmas Day. Yeah, Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Um, but like, your 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 would your wife say I've never really seen him mad? She would say that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I cannot <laughs> imagine <laughs> that, that. Amazing. What would that? As, be like as we talked about i just don't allow there's a lot of people in this world that can make you really frustrated and make you mad sure. i don't allow those people to influence my mood yeah and you by have the doing choice that <gasps> that is you powerful, don't Mike. get upset preach it. that is so powerful because so many of us yeah. take on and i do this too where we take on the victim mentality of like my day was good until that jerk cut me <laughs> off or something like that <laughs> and then suddenly we've allowed life to happen to us where in reality in every situation and there are some outliers for you know really traumatic things that happen and stuff like that sure. yeah but by and large it is entirely our choice as to how we react to what the co-worker said to us uh what our boss said what our spouse said what our kids did that is a really true truth but it's very difficult to live out but look he's probably living a life of so much more emotional peace how old are you, and you Mike? When did you learn this? I'm 37. I don't know. I've kind of always just been really chill. And... Like an old soul kind of a person? Yeah, was your dad like so. this? Um, no. I think it was maybe the uh, seeing your, your parents act a yeah. certain way and then yeah. you deciding, I'm going to do something a little different. Oh, okay. Than that. So, this is um, interesting. A lot of patience, yeah. I do think it's a warning sign when you, if you have someone in your life, and love them through it, but if you of have course. someone in your life who gets offended often, that is generally, I think, sign of work that the person needs to do on his or herself oh if you are gosh. like oh that is so offensive or how i joke with donna about this a lot but like in reality if you really do live your life and you every day you can find someone who offended you and threw you off and then you needed to call and vent you probably need to do a little work on you You need to do a little work that shows um real self-regulation and emotional intelligence it all really those things does. are it's it's really great i can't imagine being married to someone who doesn't get mad. <laughs> yeah, Lou's probably never listened to the radio as hard as she is right now. Huh? Oh my gosh. Like, what about just randomly moody because? What about that? You don't do that either? I know. Hmm. It does get better as they get older, I think. Uh, you know, like Jay gets better as he gets older. He gets less fiery. I remember That's Jay. Good. So Jay would, um, Jay and his dad built a fence at our house. They've done a couple projects. They did, yep, they did a deck and a fence at our old house, and then they did another fence at our new house. And then, guess what, guys? We got another side of that fence that's fallen down, too. We're ready to do it. And Jay asked his, Jay would watch his dad, and his dad 
would, you know, do a measurement and then do, do, do and whistle through the whole thing and mm. just kind of whistle and do. And then he would, if he would mess it up, he'd have to take it out and redo it. And he said to his dad, why don't you get mad about like, you just, you're not mad about it. You know, if Jay makes a mistake, he gets frustrated and he's like, dad, yeah. dang it. That's me. Dad gum it. Yeah. And, um, he said, when I was in my thirties, I would get really mad in huh. the garage. And then now I just don't need to get mad anymore. Huh. It's a sign of maturity. It really is. Sure. Because it's like, you, why, why do you need to get mad? It's going to be the same problem either way, totally. whether you're mad or not. And when you, you get mad, you make it so much worse. I do this all the time. I know. And I, it, for me, it would happen. Hanging things on the walls yeah. would just become this thing, whether it was curtains or a new piece of art, whatever. You piece do of art, talk, Like I shop at the Louvre. I know, but like in, you speak incessantly about hanging stuff. Guess what, though? <laughs> we recently got our house painted, all of the, the walls, interior painted. How much work have you all done on this brand new house? What is going on here? We've done a lot of work. What did they do? They build you just an empty box? They did not offer white as an interior paint color. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but <laughs> when we said, what about white instead of grayish? Could we do white? Not an option. Unbelievable. Can I, I bring my I, own paint cans and drop them off? I bought the Chevy of brand new homes that like this is a beautiful thing we are very blessed and all of that but when people hear oh you built there is a custom build which is an entirely different experience right and then there is a chevy build which is you get three choices what do you want the interior but how to be? is one not white i mean how is one it should not be white? benjamin more white dove should thank be you the so option. much well now that's what we have uh, oh. everywhere oh really and so but when we did that every everything that was hung on the wall came off the wall Every hole was filled, except for ones where we were like, hey, we're going to put that back exactly the same as is. I've had to do a lot of rehanging. But I have found, and maybe it's because I'm 40 now. Oh, that's that, right. Thanks for forgetting. Oh, yeah, your birthday. was on Saturday, oh, Elizabeth. Oh, happy birthday. Don't. don't. Boy, I did forget. Anyway, um, I have, I just mentioned this last night at dinner. I said, you know, I've been a lot calmer, though, when hanging things. And even the other day. I had to hang three things side by side by side, exactly even on top and bottom. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? And I, I, the, 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 the ceiling is measured. It's not a, not everything is level in a home, right? Like uh, you can measure 26 and a half inches down from one part of the wall to that, from the ceiling to the wall, move over 20 inches. And that 26.5 is at a different spot. And you know that when you hang them. And uh, guess what? Check if your house was built in 1916, it's like a five-inch difference. Okay, all right. <laughs> but anyway, I had a situation where I had holes behind it. And I was like, man, I really wish I wouldn't have had to do these extra holes. But what can I do? I measured it three times each time. And yeah. it is what it is. I stayed calmer. I hung stuff in Addie's room a couple weekends ago. Didn't get upset. Hung stuff in Lila's room. This used to be, I am a small person. Really, this was just my tripwire where it was like, oh, dad's hanging stuff, so he's going to get PO'd at something. <laughs> he's going to start, you know, swearing upstairs. I know. And now I'm trying to just move past that and say, it is, look, it is, what, who cares? Can I tell you something? Jay had a real moment last night where he told me what happened when I was napping. Two naps this weekend, by the way. Nice. Hello. Very oh, nice. so good. Heathcliff, the three year old, stepped on a Lego. Okay. Yeah. You know, Shoot. I mean, it feels bad when that happens. And guess what he said? I've got a couple guesses. What the hell is this? <laughs> my three-year-old. 
my three-year-old little cherub boy who has the biggest eyes who like half all he says is i love you mama you're the best mama in the whole world he stepped on a lego and said what the hell is this and, and jay had a real oh that's moment. funny and what did he do how do you react he, he laugh or, or i think or he was kind of stunned and then he was like it's a Lego. Maybe let's not say that. But he heard himself in yeah. in my son saying those words. Jay heard his own, and he was able to really say that was me. That the reason he said that is me. me. Hi, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's, it's me. me. And then he had a real just moment of realizing that. A couple and years ago, I looked out of a window with Adeline. She would have been four at the time. I looked out of her window, and some light that I had tried hanging on the tree had fallen down. I just looked down and I said, oh, damn it. <laughs> and then there was a pause. I didn't even know that I said it. And then beat goes by and she said, damn it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, wait, hey, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. I, I really enjoy that you're commiserating with me and not lecturing me right now, but we shouldn't say that. Anyway. It, you know, if you're going to swear, though, stepping on a Lego is a good time to do it because oh, son of a gun. I stepped on a sideways toy last night that was some stormtrooper or something like that. Oh. And he had this octagonal base and he was on his side. Oh, no. I stepped midfoot onto a pokey point of that. Oh, no. I mean, I was just walking happy. I'm going to the kitchen and oh, and I went down. My whole body bends. I almost, it almost took me fully to the ground and it was so painful we watched home alone again over the weekend because we watch nice. it every thanksgiving and which then like great. multiple times and when uh i can't remember which one is marver harry ever yeah um when marver harry steps on the ornaments when he comes in the window That's we marv. all watched it and that was when jay, jay was watching it and he was like physically reacting to seeing it yes which explains why he yells when he steps on a lego yes. and then now why my three-year-old says the same thing don't the judge me you guys all right we gotta go <laughs> um hey you know what i do want to get to this list we didn't get to it here but um this list of are these is it is the internet right are the trolls right i'll read to you a list of big name musical acts that the internet says they're not good they're not bad to be honest they're just boring we'll go through that when we return it's don and steve on my talk Hey, welcome back. It is the Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071. That's in my top 10, maybe top five Christmas songs that Wham. just make me feel good when I hear it. Boy, Mariah is doing some Christmas uh, concerts and looking great and sounding great. Yeah. I It's great. And then you know who else was posting about her Christmas concerts that are kicking off is my best friend, Amy Grant. Oh, yes, you're All BFF. I want to do is go to Nashville to go to her and Vince Gill's Christmas at the Ryman. And just text her. You got her number. Text I know, her. I do. I know, I do. What are you waiting for? YOLO, sister. Oh, my gosh. I was just in Nashville last weekend, so I can't go back. But I think next year I would really like to do that trip. You have to hit her up on a text at least one more time. You can't. Otherwise, it's a wasted situation. You just have someone's number. You have to reach out at some point. Yeah, that's and true. And do an ask. And then enter the text with, like, this will either turn into a really great experience or this sucker goes up in flames and I get blocked, but it's better than it just sitting there. Either idly. way would be totally fine. If I was going to go to her concert, I, w- I would really like to go. Um, Nashville's so magical. If you haven't been there lately, man, you got to go. I've never been at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just talking to some friends who haven't been too. And I, it's, I don't know. Every time I go, I fall more in love with Nashville. It is just such a fun city. I love the size of the city. I love that it like, 
maintains its own character and its own feel. Yeah. I, and I like that it's, I mean, it is a little bachelorette party heavy, so I will give you that. But, you know, the rest of it is just, I love that there's like neighborhoods where they're not building these McMansion houses. It's just, they just make the cute houses really cute. Yeah. It's charming. Get to Nashville if you can, everybody. Go there. Meanwhile, I have to get to this. Yeah, I want to hear about this. I'm going to rattle off. Speaking of music. People on social media talking about singers and bands that are not good, not bad, just boring. Okay. So this is a rather cynical list, but I I looked at it and I thought, okay, this is interesting. We'll just go around the horn real quick. And you just give me a good, bad, or boring. Okay. 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 Ed Sheeran. Oh, good. Good. Boring. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Somebody said Ed Sheeran is so boring. His favorite color is clear. <laughs> wow. Hey, these are. This is like a, a trolls at it. I liked Ed Sheeran's the show they did on Disney about him. Yeah. The little behind the scenes. I thought that was interesting. His I saw him in concert. He was great. Really lovely. What a performer. He's like a and and he's such an unlikely pop star, and he loves to say that. Truly. He's yes. like, look at me. You think I'm going to be a rock star? Yeah. I'm not. But he is. How about Maroon 5? Boring. Boring. Totally wow. Boring. And no. I say good to that. No. The internet no. said they've been chasing every single trend possible since 2017. Mm-hmm. I really like them. Okay. Um, Drake. The internet said Drake is boring. What say I you? I couldn't good, even bad, think of anything of Drake, so I'm going to go with boring. I'm not a big whisper rapper, so no, I'd say bad. Okay. Forget Jeez, boring. Bad. Wow. I mean, now, this one hurt my heart a little bit. Coldplay. Oh, don't do that to good, Coldplay. Good, bad, boring. Good. I'll say good. Yeah. Have you I seen agree. Coldplay yeah. concert? Oh, you got a little overserved at a Coldplay concert. Hashtag victim. I yes. remember that story. I tried, as I was exiting U.S. Bank Stadium, this wall walked right into me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, what the heck is up with these moving walls? I um, That was a low moment. I saw them. I saw Coldplay at the Excel and I just years ago, and yeah. it was so great. I love Coldplay. Yellow. The cynical list said Coldplay is the musical equivalent of watching grass grow. That's not true. They are so good. Yeah. They are so good. The song Fix You? Fix You. Oh, my gosh. It will bring you to tears. What a song that is. Oh, golly. Imagine Dragons. Good, bad, boring. That's boring. 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 I'm on top of the world. Hey. They they say the kind of band major corporations hire for team bonding events. (laughs) (laughs) Edgy enough to be cool, but safe enough not to upset anyone. Yeah. And I bet the guys are great. They've just never connected for me. And they're just one praise you away from being contemporary Christian. And I'd be in. (laughs) I know. I know. So close to being my jam. And I'm out. I know. (laughs) I have a childhood of too many youth groups. I'm scarred. (laughs) I can't. What about Amy Grant? How should I? Amy Grant doesn't count. She transcends any sort of youth group, but like Michael W. Smith. Do your Michael W. Smith impression. Nobody knew his secret ambition. <laughs> I love that Michael one. W. Smith came out with a song a little a few years ago, and I was like, banger. Love it. <laughs> I love it. And then I was talking to a fellow co-worker, and he was like, oh yeah, I went to this like Michael W. Smith concert, but then like it was weird because they had everybody pray at one point. I was like, get me tickets now. I want to do it. I can't do it. How about Mumford & Sons? Um, I like Mumford and Sons. I, I don't do think they're boring. I think they're good. I think I like they're, them. Good. they're good. This feels like a hater list, right? Like mm-hmm. these bands get, they, they start out with sort of their own unique thing, but then they become successful enough where people are like, okay, you're That was you're the 90s. Cool that was in the 90s. As soon as a band was commercially successful, they were considered sellout. Sellout. Yep. Um, some other ones that made the list here, I'll rattle them off quick. Uh, Kiss, the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters are, I think, are kind of boring. Taylor Swift? No. 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 Bon Jovi. Uh, you could, you know. There's probably like one fourth banger, three fourths meh. I'd go half and half. Okay, I could go half and half on that. All right. Um, the Eagles. 
They say they're the Bud Light of rock. Boy, people just saw the Eagles here. here. Weren't they just here? Everybody was going nuts on all, the old All Graham. 17 of them lined up with a mic. <laughs> it looked like, uh, I didn't know if we were watching an Eagles concert or a presidential debate. There's so many of them. I was like, look at all these people. Oh, golly. Uh, three Doors Down. I liked Three I Doors Down them. back in the day. But I know. But the internet think, says they're boring. I think boring. It says sound like, it's Three Doors Down. Sounds like what plain oatmeal tastes like. <laughs> Holy crap, guys. That's not even boring. That's just bad. Plain oatmeal? Who would ever eat plain oatmeal? Uh, Plain? You don't start with a plain base. Yeah, but I can drizzle honey on it. That's not plain. Honey, then Is there sugar in honey? (laughs) Yes, buddy the elf. (laughs) There is. (laughs) We just watched Elf this weekend. Uh, Hey, let's play a game that Elizabeth will very likely lose. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can play along. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the game when we come back. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Boy, want to bring you all the holiday happenings that are at Chan right about now. Let me suggest, by the way, as you're doing some shopping today, Cyber Monday and all that, maybe you're trying to check some boxes on your gift list. Um, How about a Chanhassen Dinner Theater's gift card? Makes a great gift for just about anybody on your list. You get the great dinner and show package with hospitality that is second to none. You go into that, you walk into the building, and your shoulders drop a little bit. You just feel like you're at home. You're greeted by a nice, roaring fireplace, and it's just got a cozy vibe. And the show on stage right now, Jersey Boys, the Broadway sensation, uh, it's right here in our backyard, and it's such a wonderful show, the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Really think you're going to dig it. Chan Hassan also known for their concert series. How about right now until New Year's? Pretty much something going on just about every night of the week. Celtic Holiday, Hooli, Andy and Bing, Cat Perkins, The Soulful Ginger Commodore, Boyd Lee's Christmas on the Prairie, or how about a vintage Vegas New Year? Laughs always in style. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. Tickets, ChanHassanDT.com. Hard rejoin here. Hey! Hi. Holy crap. That was weird. <laughs> Um, what hi. happened? What was that? Is that a some of our new songs are uh, pretty quick? I would say that uh, was not. We weren't even into the song. Yeah. I hadn't even gotten into the hook yet. It was yeah. half the hook. Better Although, music, but much shorter. And I don't mind. No doubt being cut short. They never did it for me. Yeah, that's when fair. Stefani seems great. That that genre just was never it for me. Anyway, that's the voice of Elizabeth Reese. She is the uh, co-host of Twin Cities Live. I am opposite Ben Lieber. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What did he play for the Vikings? And is he handsome and charming? Who were you hoping was going to be my co-host when you abandoned me on the street? Him and left me there crying. Remember the giant tears that came out of my eyes when you told me that you were leaving me? I do. Do you remember the giant tears that came out of my eyes when I saw that you guys replaced me with Ben freaking Lieber? (laughs) I don't know who I had in mind. Just someone more homely looking. Is that too much to ask for? Oh, did he play professional football? He's so charming. He looks like The Rock. (laughs) Good for you guys. Anyway. Oh, my gosh, Steve. You were genuinely hoping that it was going to be worse for me and that I would spend my life pining for you. That is a very human desire that I had, though. I do pine for you. I adore you. You know this. I love you so much. We embrace every time we see each other. And, like, longer than, like, just a normal person. Yeah. Like a real friend. Yeah, yeah. See? It's so sweet. It's you a wonderful bond. What you had, but it was too late. I always knew what I had. That's not true. <laughs> and I always struggled with. It. <laughs> no, no, you know, I loved my time with you. It was a joy, uh, and but- I love getting to be here. So thank you always to Donna. Donna always sends me a note 
um, and asks me to fill in, and I will move mountains yeah. to be able to do it. And Ben should join us on the air sometime. One I know of these he times. Was just I know on, he's very busy, and he's got. Lots he was of on, on with Jason and Alexis. We played um, their WTF game. Oh yeah, last time I filled in here, yeah. so like a couple weeks ago, and it was really, it was really fun. Right. A great time. Open invite. We'd like Ben Lieber on the show. I'm sure he would love to show up. Uh, with that, just to get ahead of a couple of the emails, um, that oh, song yes. that we rejoined on was actually the Cardians, or the Cardigans, I should say, not Gwen Stefani. Is that right? Oh. Yeah. Love me, love me, say oh, that you yeah. love what me. What movie love was that in? Um, what movie was really? that in? That was in a... Um, that was in a real like '90s teen. Oh my gosh! Move me. How to lose a guy in ten days? Or no, 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 ten things I hate about you. It might have been. Let me look it up. Um, wow, I would have gotten that wrong. You could have given me a million guesses. I would have said no doubt every time. Wow, super wrong. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. Okay, it's in there the, we go. The one with Claire Danes and Leonardo, and Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Hmm. Wow, that's a great version. Whatever of- happened to him? He's dating young. <laughs> And he's a little puffy. Well, you know. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. With that, let us now play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It's that time once again for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I want to remind you that today it is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. Just Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. Steve has a 124 to 120 lead over Donna, and we've got just over a month to go. Actually, when you count in the uh, the break, we got about a month to go. Yeah. And uh, last time Elizabeth was in, yeah. I allowed you, and I said, you know what? Why don't you pick the topic? No. And I gave you Britney Spears. I know. Steve still beat you. I'm so bad at this game. And, and I'm good at other games, I promise you. I had two separate internet connections yeah. die on me that day. Yeah. I, know. I did that as a caller. I had to call in just to play the game that day. I know. You were stressed. I was texting you over the weekend, and I was like, I hope today's just as good <laughs> as last time I was here. That was brutal. <laughs> anyway, a lot better today. But of course, when you said Britney Spears, you also said, oh, I don't know, like movies about food or food movies? That'd be a great topic for me. Today's topic for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, food. Why you gotta be such a good listener, Mike? Yeah, boy, he never (laughs) gets angry. Are you sure you're married? Do you want to marry me too? (laughs) I love it. You're wonderful. All right, we got Allie on the line to play along with us today. Good morning, Allie. How are you? Hello. I am really good. I'm so excited to hear you guys together again. I love it. Oh, oh my gosh, Allie, so you, you're like joy in a person. Yeah. This is so wonderful. <laughs> Did you come directly from the North Pole? Where is the spirit <laughs> yeah. within you? Oh, Elizabeth, you're my favorite. Oh, you know, the feeling is mutual. You do have just like this really, you have a great phone voice. Have you ever uh, been in a line of work where you needed to work on the phone a lot? No, no, I haven't. Do you brighten up Maybe. every room you go into? I think you probably oh. do. Yeah. Or maybe she's just putting her best foot forward right now and she's <laughs> shrill and naggy off the air. We don't know. Shrill. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Oh, oh, Allie, this horrible. is really fun. We're happy. Um, I'm happy that you're you're with us. We're going to play this game. Yes. We'll see how I do so today. Excited. I've already got a ca- uh, kind of a feeling about this. So this is TV and movies that are food Just based. movies. Just food movies. movies. Yeah. Food movies only. Okay. Mm. Um, you need to decide if you would like to team up with Elizabeth on behalf of Donna or Stevie Boy. What say you, Allie? Well, I am going to have to do Elizabeth because um, I am a chef in my former life. Ooh. And Elizabeth is a, I would say, a chef. 
And uh, so here we go. Oh, my gosh. Allie's my new best friend. We are going on a girl's trip next weekend. <laughs> hey, Allie, yeah, I smoke please. chicken wings sometimes. All right, I got to go. Call me All back. right, bye. Oh, this is very fun. Oh, Allie, you were a chef? I was, yes. Were you? Did you work yes. in a restaurant or were you doing like private chef things or what was happening? No, I, I actually worked for some pretty amazing chefs here in the Twin Cities. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's very exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, this very is good. Cool. Mike, I'm, right. I'm pumped about this. All right, Allie, uh, you're going to go on hold, and uh, Elizabeth, you're going to give your best shot at these three questions. Okay. Allie, if uh, you need to help her with anything, you'll get to come in at the end and hear the questions again and change anything that you would like. I if, might need help. If that's even the case, maybe she's just going to run it. We'll find out. I again, it's all food movies today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, let's get it started with this one here. A rodent with an exceptional palate makes an unusual alliance with a young cook at a famous Paris restaurant in this 2007 animated flick. Ratatouille. John Favreau stars and directs this low-budget but high-on-star-power 2014 film about a professional who quits his big restaurant job to open a food truck oh my and recapture his creativity. Yeah, it has Roy Choi in it, and I know this. I love this movie, and I can't think of the name. Okay, keep going. Amy Adams and Meryl Streep play the title roles in this 2009 biographical dramedy that flashes between the 50s and the 2000s as a blogger tries to cook all of a legendary chef's recipes That's in Julie one year. and Julia. All right, and okay. John Favreau stars and directs in this low-budget but High on Star Power 2014 film. Is it just called Chef? Alrighty. Allie, at the buzzer, she came in and said, is it just called Chef? So oh, Chef will be gosh. your answer for that one. I love that movie. It's so good. It's so good. I do too. You heard it is good. Oh, good. Okay, so, Allie's going to come in. So Allie, you heard, uh, the, th- well, you heard the three questions. So. What uh, the, the first one, she said pretty confidently, Ratatouille. How'd you feel about that? Absolutely. Okay. So that second one, though, right at the buzzer, she says, uh, she said Chef. How do you feel about that? I completely agree. Yes, is that it? it is, Chef. Oh, God. Yep, and then, I think so. And then, I fin- think so. and then finally, Amy Adams and Meryl Streep play the title roles in this 2009 biographical dramedy that flashes between the 50s and the 2000s as a blogger tries to cook all of a legendary chef's recipes in one year. Pretty confidently, I think uh, she said, Julie and Julia. How do you feel about that one? Absolutely. Great movie. Oh, my gosh. These Ooh. are all my favorite movies. Ooh, I want to do like a binge while drinking I bone want to broth. Cook with you. Oh my gosh, Allie, I love this idea. <laughs> we got to get you I on Twin Cities Live. Great. If you have this bright of a personality on the phone, you're going to explode on the television. You got to give Mike your contact info and we're going to hook something up. Should I go get I will do that. Should I get Stevie Boy? Go grab him. Okay, yep, I'll go grab get him. him. Right so, back. You Allie, you were going on hold again. Steve has a, let's look at the uh, scoreboard once again. Steve has the 124 120 lead oh. over Donna in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today it's all about. Food, movies. Allie, you're back on hold. Steve, welcome back. Hey. I love Allie. How'd it go? She's the best. But how did it go quiz-wise? It was okay. It's hard. These are hard. So, uh, Hot Adam, the engineer. Oh, how'd it go? He grew a beard. Oh, my gosh. Did it make him hotter or less hot? For sure hotter. And he doesn't have to diet. It just grows like it should. Like, this is the beard that would come with the hair set if you added it on. It's great. I hope you're not objectifying Adam because he's really smart and he's capable of fixing things, which actually just increases his hot. Oh, that's the goodness. You can't get away from it. Unbelievable. If something breaks at my home setup, I'm like, Adam. Oh, and you want to talk about a guy who's calm. Super calm. I mean, unbelievable. I know. I'd be throwing some sort of technical piece of equipment long before he would. Yeah. Like, this thing doesn't work. All right. Keep going. Let's go. We got to we got to do the game. This is so fun. All right, Steve, you ready to give it a give it a shot? I'm ready. Food movies is the category today. Let's run through these three. We'll start it off with this first one. A rodent with an exceptional palate makes an unusual alliance with a young cook at a famous Paris restaurant in this 2007 animated flick. Ratatouille. 
John Favreau stars and directs uh, this low-budget but high-on-star power 2014 film about a professional who quits his big restaurant job to open a food truck and recapture his creativity. I think that's called Chef. Amy Adams and Meryl Streep play the title roles in this 2009 biographical dramedy that flashes between the 50s and 2000s as a blogger tries to cook all of a legendary chef's recipes in one year. I, I find it to be one of the most enjoyable movies, Julie and Julia. All right, It was anything? where I learned how to make a Bernays. Anything you'd like repeated? No, no. I think that that Favreau thing is called Chef. Yeah, I'm going to stick with all that. All right, let's run through these. We'll go to the first one, a rodent with an exceptional palate. Of course, that is Ratatouille. Nicely done. That's a good movie. movie. We both got that. Let's jump to the third one. Amy Adams and Meryl Streep play the title roles in this 2009 biographical dramedy that flashes between the 50s and the 2000s as a blogger tries to cook all of a legendary chef's recipes in one year. Julie and Julia. Fun fact for you, Julia Child did not like the real Julia, who that's based on a true story about the blogger, Mm -hmm. because Julia would swear in her blog posts, and Julia Child was not impressed. Julie, the blogger, would swear, and, and, and so they... I don't think they ever really met. The movie wasn't accurate in terms of like how their relationship. I'll tell happened. you what. Um, and another, I think, underrated movie role of Julia Child was um, when she played Mrs. Doubtfire. I thought that was really <laughs> good. That was Robin Williams. That was Robin. Okay. All right, moving on. All right, and moving on. John Farvo stars and directs this low-budget but high-on-star power film about a professional cook who cooks his re- quits his restaurant job to open a food truck and recaptures creativity. You both nailed it. It is and indeed chef. called Chef. Mm-hmm. We got a tie. Elizabeth, did you get all three of wow, those on your I own? I did, yeah, and I got Chef at the very end because I love that movie, but I couldn't remember the name of it. And then I, But I did my get it at the final did. second. Final seconds. Yeah. And the buzzer then was um, Allie confirmed all of my... Answers. Wow. So we're in a real. This is exciting. So what situation. happens now? Allie's back on the line now. So Allie, you're back with us. Oh. Hello. All right. Hi, so Allie. it's the two of you. It's Allie and Elizabeth going against Steve. Yeah. And again, uh-huh. how this works is I'm going to start reading a question. And at any point you think you know the answer, yell out your name. If you're right, you're going to get the win. If you're wrong, your opponent's going to get to hear the entirety of the question. Are the three of you ready? And sometimes these are a little tricky. I don't say this to sway you in any way. Sometimes you prematurely guess. Yeah, I know. And then at the last second, he's like, and what is, yeah. you know, somebody's first name? Yeah. yeah. So it can get a l- little tricky. Yeah. I don't All right. Know if that okay. helps or hurts. So we've got this. We've got it. Again, right. yell out your name as soon as you think you know the answer to this question. Tiebreaker. This is for the point today, for the win today. Here we go. This 2010 film was Ryan Murphy's second directed feature. It is based on and shares a name. With an Elizabeth Gilbert memoir. Elizabeth. Ju- Elizabeth. Oh, shoot. That was a mistake. It's, you still got it. Allie, I shouldn't have done it. Say, say the answer you think it is. <laughs> I shouldn't have done Oh, I'm just going to say eat, pray, love. That's correct. Wow. <laughs> oh, my Holy gosh. buckets. What would the rest of the question have been? When Julia, would the light switch have gone off for Julia me Roberts plays the role Dang of Elizabeth. Right there. Yep. Right there. Man. I would have gotten it with Julia Roberts. You would have gotten it with Julia Roberts. I thought I yep. maybe jumped the gun because Steve gave me that speech to try to ruin my chances of winning. <laughs> yeah, you to see what and so then do. I was um, all concerned. But wow, this was, 
You know what? Is this, this is your, a very I might be the first, first win, Elizabeth. First win for sure. The first time I've like run the table and gotten every single one four right for four. Yeah. Awesome. Now critics will say he spoon fed you the category, but that doesn't matter. I am celebrating you today as a woman in the year of Barbie. Wow. This is a great thing. This is very exciting, and my new friendship with Allie, and she's a chef. We're going to get her on the show. Oh, and this is great. I am honored, Elizabeth, to be here for you. Did you get her uh, her information? Mike's going to get I'll it. Well, it. I'm not going to oh, ever okay. say it on the radio. Okay. <laughs> Hi, please, hey, Allie, please share your social security number yeah. and um, the oh, sure. family. All of it. Yeah. yeah. Last four digits. No, no. There you go. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Allie. Stay on the line. Uh, Mike will get the info from you. And uh, maybe you'll be on television someday with Elizabeth How Reese. How exciting. That's and I really love fun. the chemistry. It's so fun to see you guys back together. Oh, thank, thank you. very you. much, Allie. We appreciate it. The chemistry. Wow. The special. Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> Libby, oh, we got to go. We are so out of time. But Shoot. wow, congratulations. I think your first win ever in that, maybe. For sure, the first running. Way to go. The table. All right. Uh, when we come back, we got more fun. I don't know what, but I'll tell you when we get back. Hey, welcome back. It's Don and Steve, the experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Sometimes we have conversations during the commercial break, and I look around a couple times to make sure that microphones are off. But That's you could true. very easily mm-hmm. be accidentally having a conversation. Well, you gave me your social security number just like Allie did. Yeah. I don't know what it is about my personality that just we trust is you. like we, we think know you that won't you're abuse like LifeLock. We know you won't so abuse it. So we will give you all the information. Well, I'm thinking about getting the club. I made fun of a person who had the club <laughs> behind their back, of course. Yeah. I was walking through our parking lot and, uh, you know, we're in a gated parking lot. Right. Like I can hardly get into the freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got a real problem with this. And I get in and I see someone has a club, a red club. Click, 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 what click, kind click. of a car was it? It was a Hyundai. See, that's why. And that's why. And I have a Hyundai. <gasps> and I was like, and then I was reading something last night and they were talking about in some other state where... Police are encouraging people, as mm-hmm. auto theft has been on the rise, so bad to get a wheel lock. Have and you been to Minneapolis lately? We got big probs. Big probs with the old car theft? Uh, you see a Kia? It's stolen. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be if they had the club on it. It's really unbelievable. And they steal them in broad daylight. Yeah. I've had some neighborhood meetings in my backyard, you know. Oh, really? Just trying to cut down on crime. Doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be super effective so far, but we're doing our best. Okay. Um well, yeah, it's get a wild. Club. club it. Well, I don't, don't have a Kia. It. I don't have a Kia. I have a Mitsubishi. But that's what all you non-Kia people are gonna think. That it will never happen to us. It's um it's a really interesting thing. Though they can be stolen so fast to the Kias and the Hyundai's. But not if they have the club on them. But then you got to put a club on every time you leave your car. You know, I mean, should you have to do that? Or should the car just be able to be like not stolen that easily? Well, what do you want me to fix humanity and crime rates now? It just seems to be these two particular makes of cars. Everyone else seems to be doing like relatively okay with it. I mean, unless you get carjacked, which is like that's a whole nother level of trauma. But, you know, it's a problem. You didn't get me a birthday gift or, or even send a birthday Happy greeting birthday. i turned 40 on saturday i know Elizabeth. that's really exciting but you were always so cagey about your birthday <laughs> no i wasn't cagey yeah, about my birthday you were no 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 i just want you to know what if you wanted to get me a gift mm-hmm. 4419 gets me a club the club 1000 you should get one um how you does it feel get- to be 40 this is so exciting for you to join the 40 club you know i'm 42 oh, i know um, how have you felt about being 40? 
you've needed to turn 40 for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Just people say that hoping that it will mature me. Like, we've needed you here. We need to get this development sped up a touch. Um, You know that's true. You're going to tell all your family. I'm going to text your mom and dad and tell them I told you that. And they're going to (laughs) agree. I will say I did for the very first time ever. I thought it does hit you differently than than 30 and certainly than 34 or 38 or 39. When you tick into 40, there was a little bit of like the mental thing of I was telling a buddy yesterday. You could see where this can be a seed that grows into a midlife crisis for people. You can understand where this comes from because it does feel like a real midpoint of your life. Statistically, you're pretty much at the midpoint of your life. And right. I said it's sort of interesting how you can go from, to be candid, the day before, you're 39, living your best life. People are amazed at what has happened. And you're feeling good about your family situation, your your personal life, and your professional accomplishments. The clock strikes midnight. Yeah. And then you suddenly think, particularly, I felt this way professionally, less personally. Personally, I feel nostalgic all the time about how fast the kids are growing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But where, to be very honest, where I felt it the most was... The clock struck midnight, and then I went from feeling a great sense of accomplishment and gratitude for all that has happened in my on the professional side of my life to, have I accomplished enough? Have I set the family up for our trajectory to go in the right direction at the right speed? Have I done all of that appropriately or not? Because now I'm rounding, if this is one time around the, the, the track, I feel like I've rounded the the midpoint and you got to be hustling and professionally I don't want to work past 60. Yeah. If I could control it. So yeah. if that's the case and I started working around 20, you're really at like the midpoint and you're wondering like Will I land this plane correctly? You know what I'm saying? I get it. I think it's a different feeling for men versus women from what I've noticed. Being around a lot of people who have turned 40 cuz that's just like everybody in my group. Mhm. For women, it feels like you f- you just give fewer bleeps hmm. about all sorts of stuff. Hmm. It's very liberating. Yeah. Men, I think, this is where you go, oh, you know, this is what happens in life. Cliches are cliches for a reason because hmm. it, it happens to people. And when you hear about, like, men having the midlife crisis and that feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, have I accomplished enough? Did I, like, live up my youth? And what do I – and, like, that – the take it – so far of like the leave your wife and go for somebody younger and try to like pretend you can redo it all. So mm-hmm. bizarre. But men have, I think, generalizing here, more men would have that feeling of like, have I accomplished enough? And women have that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I can finally stop obsessing over all this stupid little crap mm. that's been like just buzzing in my mind all yeah. the time. And then so many women I talk to when they when I have said like, oh, when I turned 40, I just felt the weight of caring about these little things just go away. And mm. it was really liberating for me. And then women would tell me like, wait till you hit 50. Then you really don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, right. well, this sounds the, terrific. The numbers keep going down. But on like the, the amount of men that I think, um, I don't know, I keep hearing about guys who are like they they realize like they've got to quit doing a lot of the destructive things that they've been doing in their 40s. And maybe that's mm-hmm. that's positive. My sister called it, um, instead of a midlife crisis, she referred to turning 40 as midlife clarity. Oh, where you really just Janie. start to say, nope, matters, doesn't matter. What, yeah. what's, what's the legacy? What do I want my life to have meant here? Yeah. 
and it helps guide your yeses and your noes and your energy but a little the, bit more specifically. I think in general, societally speaking, for women, it's that little insecurity that you can let go of. And for men, it can be a little bit of a sowing the seed of insecurity. And that's a bummer for yeah. you guys. Things but are you know what? You've had it pretty for good. Yeah. It's, yes. <laughs> you know, just look it's at history. It's tough for you. It's been tough. It's been um, tough for you. Anyway. Sorry. Thank you in advance for buying me the club. The club Happy 1000 birthday. is what it's called. So you'll find $44. that. $44. Seems like a good price for peace of mind. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. When we come back, we've got a dirt alert. Fresh and hot coming your way. Stay there. Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.